So we've been going through two major cycles that were drawn out. Planetary transits that were going way longer than they usually go because of retrogrades. And they're coming to a close this week and things are going to start to be moving a lot quicker. And I'll be talking all about that today in our weekly horoscope here on the Quiet Mind Astrology Podcast. My name is Jeremy Devins. You can learn more about me at quietmindastrology.com, where you can sign up for the brand new Vedic Astrology 101 online course. I'm really, really happy with it. I actually just finished making it the other day, and it's all there for you to access now anytime on demand. And it's the perfect way to understand the planet, signs, houses, and how it all relates to your chart and how you can interpret your birth chart, your personality, your career, all the 12 areas of your life. So check that out at quietmindastrology.com if you want to learn more about your Vedic astrology. So in this episode, I'm sharing about what's happening, the major transits you want to be aware of and how you can apply them to your life and what actions you can take to best work with these energies as above, so below from Monday, July 27th until August 2nd and Sunday. So the next six days, and then we'll come back next week for our next horoscope. So the main thing happening this week is that Venus is coming out of Taurus finally. It's been there since March 28th, and it's been 126 days in the sign of Taurus, which is much longer than it usually goes, right? So for context, Venus is moving into Gemini this Saturday, and it's only going to be there for 30 days. So it's been three times as long in one sign in the sign of Taurus, which can be stubborn and slow and heavy and indulgent and it's negative expression. It can also be a time of beautifying your home and finding things that you love and appreciate and focusing on art and things that you find pleasant and enjoyable and things that you love and pursuing uh, sensuality in your relationship and what brings you connected connection and uh, commitment in your relationship. Now, of course, this has an interesting little uh, relevance to the bigger uh, picture of things for people in the United States, at least. That was when the CARES Act was put into place, March 27th, right the day before this transit started. And of course, a lot of people are very much struggling financially and with their home. Venus and Taurus represents these things, your wealth, your assets, your home, and it's uh, been a huge delay and just constant uh, possibility. Is there going to be a new stimulus? Is there going to be this with unemployment? Millions of people are unemployed now in the United States and globally. And what's going to happen? How are they going to handle this? And it's been constant delays and recesses. And finally, things are going to move this week. And uh, by the end of this week and the end of this transit, now we go into this next transit of Venus and Gemini, uh, if you've been struggling with that, if you've been needing another stimulus check or government benefits, there will be some change in movement in that. Uh, if there's issues with paying your rent, your home, things like this, uh, there will be movement with that this week. Now, that's all external stuff. We can't control that. We can't, you know, we can't have direct control over those things. So we always want to focus on what we can control. And that is closing this cycle of Venus and Taurus. It's this 128 days that's been going on now. And Typically, Venus is only in a sign for 30 days, so it's been extended, and you probably had a lot of time at home, Venus and Taurus, and Venus is going to Gemini, which is a more sociable sign. It's more about learning things, and it might be a time to, you can kind of get out of the house a little bit, uh, have some more time with friends, even if it's just on FaceTime, uh, if it's social distancing, whatever it is, it's 
a good time for starting to increase wealth, possibly, possibly if things can start to open up. Uh, it's a good time to focus on what you love intellectually. Venus is love and beauty and art and things you appreciate. Gemini is your intellect and your mind and what really lights you up and what really uh, inspires you. So close this cycle now this week up until Saturday. If there's little home projects, you wanted to beautify your home, interior design and decorate, things like this, make things nice and pretty, get things just right how you like them and finish that cycle. If there's been an art project you've been working on or some creative project you've wanted to do, this is a great time to close that up this week. You've got six days. You might not, you might have a lot of free time, unfortunately, right now, uh, the, the truth of it. And you can use that time for expressing your beauty and your creativity and uh, your art and your artistic side uh, as we close the cycle, because we won't be back there for a while. So we move into the new cycle of Venus and Gemini. And it's a great time for learning and education. If you've been wanting to learn something, uh, if you're something you love to learn about and find what inspires you, what lights you up. And that will be your focus through August as Venus is there just for 30 days now. And it's a great time to focus on how can you build your wealth and assets? How can you take care of your home? How can you do things that you love that and, and mentally love, like learning, reading, uh, learning new skills, things like this? Uh, if you've been wanting to have communication uh, improvements in your relationships and your love relationship, this is a great time for uh, like just sharing more, communicating more. Gemini inspires us to, to want to to speak more and talk more. So if you've been wanting to look at talk therapy with your partner, this is a great time for that. Or just sharing more openly about your feelings and what inspires you and what are you interested in? What do you want to create together? What do you love about your partner? Express your gratitude for your partner. This is all a great way to work with a positive expression of this. Because as always, everything can have a positive, negative, or neutral expression. Just like as above, so below in the atoms of our bodies, there's a proton, neutron, and electron. Everything can have this positive, negative, or neutral expression. We choose to focus on the positive ones to create more of that. Uh, but if we're not mindful or intentional, we can get kind of pulled into the more negative ones and have more challenges. And that's all okay too. You know, whatever is going on for you personally, that's all part of the process. It's okay to be wherever you're at. And that's important to be wherever you're at. Now, again, this all applies to everybody. This is not just for one sign. I'm not going to do uh, specific uh, rising signs and moon signs for this one this week because this all is pretty generally widely applicable to everybody. Uh, so we don't need to do specific stuff. But if you do want to learn specifically about you and where this is affecting you, schedule a reading at quietmindastrology.com. All right, so Venus moving into Gemini. That's the first major transit happening this week. And then there's a second one on Sunday where Mercury is coming out of Gemini and it's moving into Cancer. So what happened when this started? So that was May 25th until August 2nd, 70 days, 69 days there in Gemini. And typically Mercury is very fast moving and the mind and the intellect and their business likes to move quickly. So Mercury represents our communication, likes to move quickly, but it's been delayed with the retrograde that happened in there. So instead of being there for 16 days, like it would if it was just moving forward, it was there for 69 days. So quite a long time of staying in one position of all things to do with business, communication, and uh, critical thinking, the mind, the intellect has been delayed and uh, there's been setbacks. And what happened when this started? 
Well, May 26 was when the Black Lives Matter protests started in America and then all over the world. And that was the beginning of this cycle. And they're still going to a degree now today. And right now as I'm recording this on July 27th. So is there going to be movement around that? Very likely something will shift. Uh, there's a lot of ways it could play out. Uh, but Mercury moving into Cancer shows a little more empathy, a little more possibility for finding reconciliation, talking about feelings. What do we need to change? How can we uh, negotiate our feelings and what we need emotionally and what can we do to nurture people on this earth and not keep harming people? Uh, cancer, of course, is the maternal sign related to the feminine energy, uh, the feelings, emotions, fertility, things like this. So this may be a fertile time of imagination. So Mercury's the mind thinking. So this is a time where maybe the, this is a great time to, to talk about what do we want to create? Okay, we've had these protests. Obviously, there's massive civil unrest. There's things that need to change. Uh, and on a sort of bigger picture, you know, what can we change? What can we talk about to change these things? Because yelling at each other, fighting with each other, harming each other, it's obviously not going to work in the long run. So what can we do to change that? So on a personal level, how can we get more in touch with our feelings? and move that distance from the head to the heart to express what we feel with the people around us, the people close to us, and have empathy for other people and not just try to push our thoughts and our beliefs on other people, but listening. And of course, Mercury's been with Rahu through all this. Now, Rahu is insatiable. As you likely know, Rahu is a head without a body and it's constantly wanting to consume, but there's no feedback from a body to say that you're satiated. So it just wants more. So if you look at the protest, it's just constant of this communication of, you know, no justice, no peace. It's constant marching and constant protesting, and it's endless. And it's, it just seems like it's not going to stop. Well, Mercury is not going to be with Rahu when it gets to Cancer. So that will change a bit, right? This whole 69-day cycle of Mercury being in Gemini, it's been very strong there. The communication, very strong when Mercury's in Gemini, but it's with Rahu, and with all the other stuff going on astrologically with Saturn putting all these restrictions and challenges on everything in Capricorn, then it's manifested this way. And there's a whole lot of other factors going on. I'm just looking at this one, but the Mercury in Rahu is insatiable. And the protests would really, there's no reason for them to end when there's this Mercury in Rahu and Gemini. So as it goes into Cancer, there's a there's a big possibility that things will let up around that and that there will be this more open possibility of uh, communication about feelings and what needs to change and how can we uh, build on this. Okay, we're, we're very clear the communication has come through and Rahu has given all the energy to that communication and the power to that communication to be heard very, very clearly. And now what do we do about it? Now that we know that communication is clear, how can we navigate it? Now on a personal level, what, is, what has been communicated to you? Like, what have you learned about yourself through this cycle? And Mercury in Gemini is very mentally oriented, very, if, if you've been developing a skill or being very resourceful during this time of finding ways to, to navigate this, Mercury in Gemini can do that. It can give us the sort of intellect and sharp skills to navigate things that are challenging. What have you learned? Have you developed any skills? Do you want to use them in a new way? Is there something you want to wrap up, like something you've been learning that you want to finish that education uh, this week? 
as we go Sunday is when the, the shift happens. So hopefully this will uh, have an effect rippling out of us making personal choices to uh, get more in touch with our own feelings as we go into this new cycle, which will be 16 days very quick. So August 2nd to August 17th. Uh, so that's what's ahead. We'll talk more about that next week. But essentially, we're closing this cycle now that Mercury's been in Gemini, we're closing this cycle that Venus has been in Taurus. Uh, if you felt lazy and lethargic, heavy, dull, overindulgent, these are all possible negative expressions of Venus and Taurus. If you felt sort of opinionated and uh, frustrated and combative in your communication and like you need to be right, these are all possible negative expressions of Mercury and Gemini with Rahu. So bring some closure to these cycles. You know, if there's something you want to sort of get out of the lethargy, the heaviness, the dullness, the laziness, if that's happened or overindulgence of getting into just walking each day or gardening or something that you love around the home. Make your home a place that you love to be and want to be in and finish that cycle this week and make your communication. Uh, if there's, if you've been in conflicts or fights or debates or all this stuff going on or the negative expression of all this mercury energy, maybe try to find some sort of reconciliation and some sort of closure to this, right? When a, a transit happens, it starts and we learn something, like we start this new direction, this new cycle, and then it gets to the end of that transit and we get some, find some sort of closure and learn from that lesson. Or we don't, and then we just repeat the cycle next time around. And this is sort of that spiraling out you may have heard of in different psychological circles. It's like we repeat things until we get the lesson and learn them, and then we grow and expand and include that lesson. But now we move on to something else. Unless we didn't get the lesson, then we keep repeating it. So when Mercury comes back to Gemini in several months, then we'll repeat that and uh, repeat these issues and get back into these conflicts and debates. And you know, it's, you want to make sure that you're aware of kind of what happened when this started back around May 25th. Where were you at? What have you learned since May 25th? Have you been reading new books? Have you been integrating new skills and wisdom? And what have you learned from that? Bring some closure to it this weekend. Maybe write some gratitude, some reflection, some journaling. What have you learned? Same thing with Venus and Taurus. Since this cycle started in March 28th, 5,000 years ago, right? What has changed in your life? Who have you become through this cycle? Uh, what have you learned about yourself and your home and your, your, what you love and what you appreciate and what you want your home to be? And what do you want to change your lifestyle uh, your partnerships, your relationships. What have you learned in this cycle and what do you want to change now? Of course, being under quarantine has been, had a huge impact on relationships and uh, marriages and families and the people you live with. Massive, massive changes, of course. So what have you learned through this cycle? What have you changed? How have you grown through this? And what do you want, what lessons do you want to take forward into your life? I wish I knew this stuff years ago. I mean, it's so helpful. It's so profound to me to just see that it's just a cycle playing out. And when the cycle starts, something shifts. We go into some new territory. And just like in a movie, right? Or any episodic show. This is a really, it's so clear in episodic television. It's like they start out here and then something happens. And now the whole episode is they're basically going to learn some sort of lesson through that, that incident that happened. And then by the end, there's this sort of closure. 
And uh, in some shows, there's not really a closure, but that's generally the format of episodic television. And this is the format of what's happening with transits of when it starts, uh, something new kicks in. In this case, massive, massive external factors uh, with all the Pluto and Saturn and Jupiter energy on the bigger scale, which I'll cover more in the monthly horoscope. Uh, but on a personal level, what have you learned and grown through these processes since March 28th? And since May 25th, up until this weekend, when those cycles close, and then things start to move a lot quicker after that. We don't have those retrogrades of Mercury and Venus and the retrograde, you know, so things are going to start to move quicker. We still have retrogrades of Jupiter and Saturn for a while, uh, but those will start to move forward in the fall. And uh, unfortunately, those ones won't be uh, as positive uh, in general, but there will be ways to work with them. And we will talk about those in the future. Uh, so hopefully you enjoyed these podcasts. I got amazing feedback last week. Thank you, thank you, thank you to everyone who reached out and said they wanted to hear these podcasts. Uh, these are this is one of the reasons that I got into astrology so much was having uh, weekly horoscopes to to guide me. So I hope you find it helpful to guide you, and I'm incredibly honored and grateful to give back. I wished there was a weekly Vedic horoscope thing like this. So. I created it and I hope you enjoy it and I hope you find it helpful. And if you want to learn more about Vedic Astrology and how this all works, check out the Vedic Astrology 101 course. It's on demand. You can watch it anytime on any device and it's very thorough and in-depth. There's a couple hours of video trainings, but there's also very quick lessons that just summarize it all. There's a manual and a walkthrough of how to look at your chart and some chart analyses of uh, famous people so you can see how it all plays out. So quietmindastrology.com to check out that course and to schedule a reading if you want to know what's coming up for you over the next week and months and years ahead. All right. Thank you for listening and hope you have a great rest of your day and I look forward to sharing more with you soon.